tattoos of flowers that appear on their skin and it has to match like the other persons. And then oh, they were yeah. both ballerinas. Ah! <laughs> she didn't cover hers. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, that was the best. <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Romance Class Podcast. Romance Class is a community of Filipino authors of romance in English. Since 2013, our community has helped over 80 authors publish over 100 books. We also have a podcast, which is what you're watching or listening to right now, and it has been a space to explore more of what we can do with the books and what we can discuss with the authors. This podcast is produced by Nina Viasguera and Tanya Arpa and is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. My name is Nina Viasguera and I will be hosting the episode today. This is episode 3 of season 4 of the Romance Class Podcast. This season, we will be talking to romance class authors and maybe readers and editors and artists too about uh, the tropes that we look for in books and media and how these tropes influence our work. Before we start, we would like to remind everyone to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Head over to kilig.pub slash YouTube, hit the subscribe button, uh, and also click on the bell to be notified when a new video is coming up. This episode is about fan fiction. In the romance class community, there are actually many authors and readers of fan fiction from all sorts of fandoms and platforms across uh, the years. And though we have our panel today, we encourage our audience currently in the chat to answer the same questions given to the guest authors, and we will read some of them to you. One of the absolutely interesting discoveries I stumbled into as I watched this community grow over time is seeing the different influences each author brings to their book. If you know fanfic, you see it. I'll start with my story so I can get that out of the way and let our guests share theirs later. The first fanfic I ever read, without yet knowing what it was called, was a steamy Brenda and Dylan in the car scene written by my Barcada on a sheet of paper, literally in her trapper keeper. That sheet of paper got passed around in class like you wouldn't believe. Brenda and Dylan are from 90210. The next one I read was something called The Rosebud Conspiracy, a Mulder Scully romance fic. It was a text file printed on paper given to me by my college friend who was also an X-Files fan and a Mulder Scully shipper. That was when I learned that I loved competence, banter, UST, unresolved sexual tension, and resolving BST. When I tried writing fanfic, I did that years later for the Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, and Angel the Series fandoms. I wrote Mary Sue style fic, apparently. New character joins the gang, helps fight demons, solves supernatural crimes. When I tried writing a multi-part series, I drew inspiration from the gaps between seasons and characters who never got enough screen time. I was not at all popular, but I treasured every review and every like. This writerly journey is different for everyone, and eventually I decided that fic was just a thing that I would read and not write. <laughs> my first published book was released six years after I posted my last fanfic. I felt that last fic was the best one, though, so I felt like I had graduated. <laughs> Sorry, I won't tell you what it is and where it is. In this episode... We have guest authors talking about their experience in fanfic and how it connects, if at all, to their author journey. 
Welcome to the podcast, Carla de Guzman, Chiyu Rodriguez, Celestine Trinidad, and Chris Mariano. Hi, everyone! Hello! Hi! Hello, everyone! Hi, everyone! So we have Hello. these authors, and I understand definitely people in the chat, people who are watching, and people who will be listening to this have so much history with fanfic, are currently involved in fanfic. I know we can't fit everyone in this panel. We invite you to discuss as much as you can in the chat. We will invite you to discuss more in the Discord uh, server, which Romance Class has. And now I will ask our guests to introduce themselves. So when you introduce yourself, please uh, mention your relationship with fanfic, what you do with fanfic, <laughs> and what fandoms you are part of. And if you are comfortable, you choose how much you will disclose, okay? <laughs> we will let you be vague if you want to be vague. That's all. Uh, can we start with Chi Rodriguez? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I just realized lahat pala kami C. Except for Mina. Apparently. Except also. for Mina. Anyway. <laughs> Hi. Hi, my name is Chi Rodriguez. I think the first fanfic I ever read was an NSYNC fanfic. It was also a Mary Sue type, apparently, fanfic. New girl, works with a band, travels with a band, stuff like that. I also wrote for the NSYNC fandom, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Teen Wolf, Coffee Prince, American Idol, specifically Season 8. But most of my work is actually in the K-pop fandom, primarily TVXQ, Free Split, Super Junior, Shiny, FX, and a lot of crossovers within their friends in K-pop, of course, and most recently BTS, but... Only a handful, and they have not seen the light of day. I only show most of them to my best friend. I read and write mostly AU. That's what I like for the most part. AU, which is alternate universe. Oh, I also wrote Live Journal was my main platform at the time. Thank you, Chi, for those uh, for that hearing a lot of fandoms and also <laughs> which is more than what I did. Thank you. How about you, Carla? Hi, my name is Carla de Guzman. I think the very first fanfic, I'm sure that the very first fanfic I read was A Walk to Remember. A fanfic of A Walk to Remember. And I remember thinking it was real. Like, I didn't know what fanfic was. So I legit thought it's the story of the year in between the end of the between the end of the movie where Landon and Jamie get married and then because Jamie has cancer, eventually she passes away. So this story was the year between that and it was in a GeoCity site and I thought it was legit until someone pointed out, no, there's a disclaimer on top. Like, I do not own these characters. The story is not real. It's not real. So from there, I moved on to Yu Yu Hakusho fanfiction where I found out the joys and wonders of a yaoi pairing. <laughs> Kurama and Hiei stands high. I was there too. <laughs> From there, I, I, was in, I was in the Twilight fandom for a while. Like There's a particular site called Twilighted where I would post before 
which fun fact that was also where Fifty Shades of Grey first got written. So I remember seeing the chapters of Fifty Shades getting uploaded, but it was not the most popular fic at the time. Wink, wink. <laughs> After Twilight, I also read a lot of Teen Wolf fan fiction because Steric was my yes! ultimate pairing. Yes! Also, um, Scott, Allison, and Isaac. Yeah. My first and only face-up <laughs> couple. And then from there, there was like a gap in the crossover between fanfiction.net, Twilighted, and Archive of Our Own. There was also the time I was very into Doctor Who, specifically season four, Doctor and Donna. And there was also a time I was very into We Got Married, Young One yes. and Soyun. Yes, they were my favorite and I used to write pick for them. And then after that, in more recent years, I, when the Star Wars trilogy, uh, sorry, sequel trilogy started, that's when I really got into Raylo. <laughs> I am a huge Raylo fan. I still read a lot of their fics, but mostly alternate universes for some reason. I like that. And now I'm also reading, because of the Final Fantasy VII remake game, I'm reading a lot of Cloud and Tifa fan fiction. But what trope I enjoy per couple depends on the couple, like, for Raylo, I like an AU. For Cloud and Tifa, I like it in-universe. And right now, I'm also reading a lot of Zatara fanfic. <laughs> so from the Avatar, The Last Airbender series, Zuko and Katara are my current like reads. Like, literally, was reading last night. And so, yes, my history of fanfiction is long and a very dependent relationship on fanfic. <laughs> but I did write for Raylo, but Secret na lang what my name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. You, Chris? Sure. Hi, my name is Chris. I wrote Cover Story Girl, which is a romance class title. My other works appear in various romance class anthologies, the most recent of which was the Droptastic Kindness Bundle. My first brush with fanfic was really... When my my cousin's neighbor told me that Peter Venkman got married to Janine Melnitz and she swore this up and down. She said this was true. And I was an Egon Janine shipper. And this is all for the real Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, which is an old, old cartoon series. Um, I could not believe it, but I, I kept that thought in my head. Like and Up until now, I still remember the outrage I felt when... When somebody told me my ship didn't make it. But that never happened. They never get together. So it was years after when I realized that she was talking about fanfiction. I started reading fanfiction through the Gossamer Project, which was an old X-Files archive. And this was when a lot of the fan fanfiction for X-Files came out on Usenet <laughs> communities, Angel Fire, GSC communities. And then there's this big archive called The Gossamer Project, and I read copious amounts of fanfiction there. But I first started writing fanfiction for the Extreme Ghostbusters in, in various websites. And in around 2002, I started writing through fanfiction.net. My author name, my fanfic name is Demented Chris. And I wrote for various anime, including Fruits Basket, Hanayori Dango, Ronnie Kenshin, Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist. It was anything that I could think of that I really wanted to write for. I wrote, for, <laughs> I wrote for, and then around 
yeah, after a while, I moved on to AO3, Archive of Our Own, and that's where I have a bunch of stuff under Star Wars and Zootopia. <laughs> and I also read tons of fan uh, fan, fan fiction for fandoms I don't write for, including Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Final Fantasy, Inception, and even K-pop. Thank you, Chris. That is that is a lot. <laughs> and, and from from Angel Fire <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Sorry, betrays my age. <laughs> and Zootopia, as in Zootopia, the yeah, the, uh, my, my yeah, my pick was one of the first in AO3. <laughs> so, I, I love it. My, love one of my claim to fame. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, Celestine. Hi, so hi, I'm Celestine Trinidad, and I for uh, for original fiction I wrote Ghost of a Feeling for Roast Romance Class, and uh, my relationship with fanfic started in 2001 when uh, I posted my very first fanfic on fanfiction.net. So at the time I was really active in the UU Hakusho fa- fandom. So my friend and I ran a site on GeoCities too. That uh, shall we dance? It's a Koen Mabotan <laughs> fan site, and yeah, and we we I also wrote. I there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah. And uh, I so, I, so I I posted a bunch of uh, fics there, mostly Koen Mabutan fics, but I I also had a, a Kurama fic pairing him up with an original character who is not me, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> And also wrote for other pairings. I think I also wrote Hiei Mokuro and the canon ones like Yusuke Keiko and the like. Then my next big fandom was Naruto because I absolutely loved Naruto Hinata and I would die for that couple. So I, I wrote a, a bunch of pics for them. And uh, so I was very active in uh, in that uh, fandom then. Through the years, I've written some mostly drabbles because that's all I had time for in medical yeah. school. So there's this community in Live Journal, 31 Days Community, where they where they post a prompt for the day and then you can post a fic for that day. And it, it was really nice because I was able to have a lot of ideas because of their prompts. So uh, I wrote yeah. for a lot of other fan- fandoms during that time. So Rurouni Genshin, Bleach, uh, and I was looking at my fic list and it turned out I was even writing for the Old Kingdom trilogy by Garth Nix, Chronicles of Pridane by Lloyd Alexander, even a Sherlock Holmes fic, as in the original Sherlock Holmes fic. So, yeah, and the last fanfic I wrote that's on AO3 now is uh, Trece fic about the Kambal when they were young. Kambal! So, uh, yeah. My fic name is, uh, my, I mean, my fanfic writer name is Lucky Chan, still also my Twitter handle, so <laughs> I'm not hard to find. I haven't written fanfic in quite a while, though, but I do want to get back to it because I miss that feeling of writing fanfic. Thank you, Celestine. <laughs> uh, so that's everyone sharing their history, and uh, I have a question. Can somebody define Drabble? Oh, <laughs> we we used to do that before. Also, like we call it flash fix. Um, yeah. At the time when I was still in live journal, so like the it's mostly a fix that can start like around a hundred words to maybe three hundred words long. 
But so it, it's never longer than a thousand words, at least from my experience in those plastic communities. That's why I, I'm used to writing like only 80 to 100 words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're really short. <laughs> I think if, if, if somebody who happens to be listening, like the, the few people who are listening to this have absolutely no idea what fanfic looks like, some of them are really, really long. Like thousands upon thousands. Hundred words, words, a million words. Yes, yeah. and, and some of them are really short. When I was doing fanfic, it was called flash fiction, or yeah, uh, I think in some places it's called a one shot. It's just a really quick scene. Don't expect anything more than this. <laughs> uh-huh. One shot. One shots were usually longer. Like when I was yeah. active, like usually a thousand, one thousand five hundred. Yeah, like a single. Mm-hmm. Chapter one thousand five hundred and up, like yeah, Drabo's like less, just less than a thousand, or maybe less than yeah, less than a thousand or a hundred yeah. from a hundred words to less than a thousand words. Thank you so much to everyone joining the chat right now. Yes, please answer the same questions that I'm asking the guests. Share as much as you want or as little as you want. So before we continue, I just like to say that we may talk about um, mature and sensitive content in this podcast. So uh, if you're continuing to listen or watch, uh, please be aware. And when we edit this for the podcast, we may put warnings in case uh, there are certain topics that are mentioned, just so you know and you're aware. Okay, uh, let's go on to our panel. My first question is easy, easy lang. Favorite trope? (laughs) Can you name a favorite trope? One lang. One lang. One lang. Stay here all day. You will have to prioritize. <laughs> Yar. Oh no. But one lang talaga seryoso. Oh, wait lang. Two, one or two. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> like a favorite child. <laughs> My God. So I will start. So this is this is what we'll do. I will start. And whoever wants to continue with the question, just speak up or raise your hand and then I'll prompt you. But so my favorite all the time is really apparently Mary Sue. So I I did that and and did not realize until later when I started reading reviews that it got flat for for things. And so much has been written about the Mary Sue character. But that's what I like to write. And actually, that's what sort of clued me in to the idea that I might not be writing fanfic for very long because I actually like creating a character that was sort of outside of all of these established characters. And I was also like almost creating my own version of of things. So, yeah, and that's why I feel like it wasn't popular at the time, but I was really using the space to explore. So that's my answer, the Mary Sue. Anyone wants to step up? What's your I favorite? I think I can I can pick two favorite tropes. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess, I guess what, what, most of the tropes that I like are tropes that I find really hard to write myself. And I guess that's why I like them. My one of my favorites includes the fake relationship, fake marriage, contract relationship kind of trope. Wait, see, I, I put them all together in one. <laughs> so, but that's 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 one of my favorites, and another is the um, more like an epistolary type. Now there we we get a lot of twit fix, I guess. 
where it's just like a back and forth of, of these characters. And I like writing, I, I like reading those things. I guess I, what I like about it is when, especially if there's a bonus of somebody who, with, with a hidden identity, somebody who knows the other person that they're texting or they're messaging or writing to, the other one is totally in the dark. I kind of like that because I guess I really like how you have a different, uh, you have a preconceived notion of this person and then the relationship and how the relationship develops is suddenly turned on its head because of this other connection that happens through letters or, or text. Yeah. So that's, those are my favorites. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I think I have a blanket trope, like for all the tropes I like, I guess. I like reading and, and writing angst, I guess. <laughs> and um, mutual pining. Angst and mutual pining, you know, hurt comfort, that type of stuff. Um, so pain. Okay. <laughs> pain. You yeah. know, I like pain. <laughs> In fanfic, you know, it's, it's a different world. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I read a lot of that. You, The type of pain that's like worth it in the end, kind of like that. Next! <laughs> oh, I have, I have an answer, but it's cheating. Carla. <laughs> My answer is that my favorite trope varies per fandom. It really depends on which fandom I'm reading. So, like, uh, for example, right now I'm reading uh, Avatar and the Last Airbender. So, for that, for that uh, couple in particular, for that fandom, I like royal political dramas. <laughs> like, when it's really long and it's um, mired in politics and, like, what should we do? Because this is what's going on. Uh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's really what I, I really, I really like it. And especially when there's an arranged marriage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it just makes my heart race. I like it so much. But then I don't like that in in different fandoms. So it really depends which fandom I'm reading. Like the arranged marriage thing also works with Raylo. I've seen it done really well, but. <laughs> For others, not so much. So it really depends. Ta-da! It's, it's a cheating answer, but it depends <laughs> on the fandom. Thank you, Carla. Me, uh, me. Um, I was thinking about what trope I like. My favorite ship dynamic is I know love hate. <laughs> it's uh, um, either enemies or rivals to lovers. Especially, this is one of my a very. This is a very specific type of fic that I like. When two people who say they don't love each other or hate each other, then one gets hurt and the other one gets uh, gets go, goes berserk and realizes that they actually love that person. So uh, I, 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 I really like that dynamic. So. Thank you. I understand though, because for for me, like what what we like to read, like what I like to read. From X Files was definitely like just a continuation of how they would banter, but I actually liked watching the show for the relationship for the shipping, and I did I never got enough of it in the series. That's why I went to fix to to read all of that. And those are just a few. So again, if you're listening, those are just a few, like scratching the surface of what fanfic is able to do. The surface of what each fic is doing for each fandom and mm-hmm. just a little bit of True. what is out there. So we just don't have yeah. enough time. So just 
Oh, we talk about this all day. <laughs> we could. Without really but we're not going to. Identities on our part, but, but we're not going to. But we can. We have some questions. Uh, so we selected some questions that we collected from the internet, from, from people <laughs> who ask questions. But I would like to focus first on this part of the program to how having written fake and reading a lot of fanfic affected you our guests in your journey toward being published authors yourselves and writing original fiction. So before you started thinking about publishing or writing your own fiction, did you see anything different about success in fanfic versus success in original fic? Wait, sorry. I just need to address Denise. <laughs> Denise, Denise how dare you? Girl, that was, PWP was on my list, okay, but I had to choose just one. You have to understand, <laughs> we were made to choose. <laughs> we were made to choose. The okay. There were limitations, but that was on my list. I just need to say that. Okay, can I carry just, on. Can I just say, though, Amina sent us questions, and then this is the only one where I actually had an answer written down. And these are all the tropes that I was going I to say. And then suddenly she said... One or two. I, okay. 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 I will not interrupt you. Please read your list. No, 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 no. One by one, slowly. We have time. Go. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny. I wrote everything down. I was like, ah. Just like, and then post them somewhere online. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can discuss your your tropes, your trope list. Okay. <laughs> Before we head on to the questions, lang can I can I ask how you felt like being successful in fic in fanfic versus being successful in original fic? I don't. I don't know. No, because I was thinking. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't also. I wasn't really popular. Then when I was writing fanfic, I was most active in the K-pop fandom, like I said. But at that time, I felt so fulfilled, I guess. So that was my measurement of success, like getting comments mm. on on my fic. Like the whole, because there, there's always this banter, like, what the hell did you do? Like, why did you make me feel this way? Something, something like that. How or how dare you? you? Yeah, how dare you? Stuff like, like that. It's so fulfilling. Like the comments in fanfic. That, although we get like book reviews and stuff for original fiction and the the stuff we write, it's the, it was different. I guess it it was it was like so exciting back then to to be getting comments. Even now, I have I have a steric fic on Ao3 that I wrote years ago that's still getting kudos to this day. Like I'm getting. Uh, email, noti- email, no- <laughs> email notifications for, 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 for the steric fix that I wrote. I'm like, wow, we're still alive. <laughs> the show was over what, like what forever steric? ago. What? 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 Steric. Oh, steric. Oh, Sorry, God. steric. Teen Wolf, right? That's Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Teen Wolf. Yeah. Teen Wolf, it's Styles and, and Derek. It's a sun moon, sun moon ship dynamic, which is also uh, one of my favorites. So for me back then it was it I felt successful enough to have so many people commenting on my fic saying that they like it like and we have conversations about what I did but exactly what I did <laughs> um it, it's different from now in books even though there are reviews cuz I guess it's like the the whole theater movie thing where 
within theater, you get instant gratification because you get the reactions of the audience. But if you're in a movie, like, it's not as immediate and as impactful, immediately impactful, I guess. So, yeah, yeah that's that was. I just like the the response, the immediate response to my fic was my measurement of success. Carry on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I would like to uh, add to that because uh, the the way uh, I see it, I wasn't really a very popular fanfic writer even then. I'm moderate. Lang na, na popularity. So, ano pa? Okay lang, ganyan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, even in original fiction, it, 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 din naman. so it's not uh, a really big shift in terms of, say, popularity. But um, what I noticed, though, when I first started writing original fiction, it felt like um, when people were commenting on my work, were, were reading my work, it felt like they were commenting more on the style, the substance, rather than the, the, like, the story, the characters. And I kind of missed that, that feeling from fan fiction when you write something and what people comment on is what uh, it made them feel, it, what, yes. how they cared about the characters. Yeah. So, and that was something that I had to shift to later on but then writing romance now though it feels like something like that again that people actually comment again on how they, they feel about their characters so it was a nice feeling so that was kind of my journey along the way thank you so i mentioned in my intro that i actually think uh, a lot when I, when i read a lot of romance class books i kind of know the fake history Behind certain books, I don't know. I it, it just seems like I can see where you came from almost. So that's that's really fascinating to me, and I think it shows up. But yeah, what what's happening? It's like we are now presenting it without. We are presenting our stories without the additional context that that fanfic the fan fiction world was giving us, like where everyone knew what we were talking about, everyone knew the characters already. And then suddenly, yeah, these people are talking about other things (laughs) about the the story and not exactly the things that that another audience would have picked up, except if you read fic and that particular kind of fic. (laughs) Okay, does anyone have anything to add about that? I can uh, move on to the next item. Okay. So the next item is, so you were writing fanfic, or maybe you are still writing fanfic, and then you became, and then you were publishing original fiction. What tips can you share to a writer who is about to go through that or is going through that, just based on what you learned? So me, a thing that I will probably share is it feels like, related to what I just said, it feels like building an audience from the ground up. What I didn't realize, because my first book was set in, in the Philippines, in Manila. And it how strange the feeling of like building, world building the Philippines <laughs> into, into your book. And not just throwing it out and everyone understanding what it meant. To this day, it's only a very specific audience who can really pick up one of my original fake books and know exactly what everything looks like and, and, and all the places and every single 
reference. So I think that's it. You kind of have to step back now and realize that the audience is probably bigger and will not understand a lot of what you're of what you're you're trying to to describe. So you have to be aware of it. So that was interesting to me. And I think something that you can think about when you write, when you transition maybe, or just start writing original fic, if you wrote fanfic. Anyone else have a tip? <laughs> I will share that my, I think my main advice for that kind of thing is to keep reading both. <laughs> Continue your long-standing relationship with both. Like, don't drop one just because you're starting the other. Because it's like you're, you're closing yourself off from your own origin story if you do. Like what Mina said, it is hard to like start from the ground up and like build a whole world all by yourself. But I feel like if fanfic really taught you the basic building blocks of that, especially if you write AUs. So I think the, the more you read both, the more you kind of see the difference and can transition better. I, I definitely think that since I still read fanfic and just start, stopped writing recently, staying on both really helped me grow as an author for original fiction and specifically for fanfic, I just do whatever I want and I'm happy. So <laughs> that kind of mindset where you're growing at, at the same time. Thank yeah, you, Carla. Yeah, fanfic. It's fun. Read all the fake. Read it yeah, all. And read all the fake. A comment from the chat from Paula. Don't drop one because you're starting the other. I feel validated. Yes. Yes, girl. Yeah. 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 Have it all. In a way, I was the reverse. Because I was writing other fics before I got into fanfic. Yeah, yeah, I was writing original other, fiction. Yeah, original, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of hard to to, to say to say it. <laughs> but I think one, uh, yeah, for me it was, it was it was kind of a reverse. But I think had it gone the other way and I was writing fan fiction first, I think I, one one good piece of advice that I would give would be think about what good fanfic means to you. I mean, what do you like about fanfic? I have for me personally. Good fanfic is when the fic itself helps me arrive at some insight about the fandom or about the characters. And it's usually because the writing showed the characters in a different light, or there was a missing scene that bridged all these plot holes, or there's just, uh, it was a fic that immersed myself so seamlessly into this world that I really love. And um, it makes me feel that's part of canon. I think when you zero in on something like that, something amazing about the fic that you write, the fic that you enjoy reading, um, you can bring that into into whatever you write. So keep in mind, oh, if you like this because of the characterization, then take that into your into your original fiction. Or if you like this one because of the world building that you added into the already the original canon, then then bring that that world building skill that you've kind of developed through fan fiction into your original fiction. Yeah, that's just me though. Thank you, Chris. Does anyone have anything to add? Because that's actually a good segue to the next topic, which is share a tip that you learned from fanfic that's still useful to you today in, in writing original fic. Um, We've heard Chris's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember on fanfiction.net, there used to be 
writing tips. Uh, there was a, a, a section there for writing tips. And there's this particular article that I really remember. It's called Fear Not Said. I remember it's about using the word said when describing dialogue. For example, Leslie said or, or Mina said yeah, mm-hmm. there. And instead of using other words such as stated, opined, yeah, because readers usually skim over that word, the word said and what would jar them actually and sound awkward would be uh, words, uh, the synonyms for the word said. And that has stuck with me because sometimes there are ad- writing advice that says the opposite, that you have to use synonyms. But that's actually true, that it's all really okay to use the word said. And that's, that's a very specific writing tip that I picked up from fanfiction.net of all places. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Celestine. And thank you, fanfiction.net, for of that article. I do follow that. I do follow. I, I don't know. I don't even know where I picked that up. But yes, I don't mm. fear said. <laughs> I did pick that up. I'll share something. The thing that I mainly picked up from fanfic that I carry over to writing original fiction is imagining that these characters existed before I started writing them. I prepare. That's why I outline and I prepare character like things to the point not not a lot but just enough uh, for me to think that I'm writing characters from an existing series and I'm just picking items from from their lives and deciding to tell the story right now so that's that to me uh, it, it sort of re- removes the pressure of having every single thing on the page, actually, even if you're, you think, because that's, that's, I think, when we do romance class and we start with a new batch of authors, there's so much going on. Like in the early stages of writing, I noticed that everyone creates all these histories and they try to put everything in the book. And actually, I have to tell them that, you know, you don't have to. You can leave that for like your series Bible or your, you can leave that for like your planning. It's like part of the series that you're writing fic for. But it's you, you made it. So you don't have to put everything just yet. You can keep a few things out there unsaid. So yeah, that's my tip. Anyone else have a tip? There's one in the comments. Yeah, yeah, characterization is important. Important. I was gonna and I agree from there. I yeah. agree also. There's Thank a lot you to learn. The There's a lot to learn from fanfic about characterization because I know I get I think most fanfic writers don't even realize how much they get from their their characters. Like we we learn a lot of characterization just from basing our fic from how this character from this um uh, series or this show is or how this person seems to be in real life like taking all those influences those little things because sometimes it's so satisfying as a reader if you're planning to produce your own podcast too consider using anchor to do it the romance class podcast is now distributed via anchor to spotify apple podcasts and many other places and it's free. They also provide creation tools so you can record and edit your podcast on your phone or your device of choice. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. To read the fanfic and then see those those little 
those little yeah. details about that character or that person that makes perfect sense. It's it's so yeah. amazing. So I think it, there's a lot there that we can take from writing fanfic, writing your original fiction, which I guess it, it also relates to what Nina said, the whole thing about when when she writes her original fiction right now, that her characters have their backstory <laughs> that's not in the book because that's a great place to get influence on how, how, how you're going to execute your your characters behaviors and their traits in in your original fiction yeah there's <laughs> there's a you, usual she. there's a usual disclaimer in some fanfics especially in the early days where an author would say sorry if my characters are oc so yeah the characters. <laughs> the characters. Always, yeah that always kind of bugged me because like why are you writing a character that is not in character. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned writing fanfiction is how to keep a character consistent across mm-hmm. different universes. That makes yeah. sense. Like if you're writing Raylo in a coffee shop, flower shop, alternate <laughs> universe, they still have to be Ray and Raylo. Yeah, I'm sorry, you have you have, of- you have to tell me what Raylo is. <laughs> You have to tell you have, for, for the, the benefit of everyone for the benefit of everyone everyone listening what is Raylo. For the benefit of the group. Good lord. Raylo is Kylo Ren and Ray from um, the Star Wars Girl Trilogy universe. And this pairing okay. in particular, I like it when they're um, an alternate universe scenario. So one of the more popular alternate universe scenarios for them, for this particular couple, is the coffee shop, uh, the coffee shop AU, or the flower shop nec- that is always next to a tattoo shop for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, there's a ton of those things. Love that so much. I love that so much. in particular. And the context is that they are not in space. There is no force. There is no Jedi. Whatever. They're just normal. But they're people. still them. But it's still them. Like the, yeah. the author manages to make like a whole backstory that makes perfect sense in the context of those two characters. So yeah, that's that the book. biggest lesson I've learned from Bad That's the best. That ability. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Anything? Any other tips? that you can share. I'm going to move on to, I think, the last question in our prepared program, and then we'll go to the Twitter questions next. Oh, no. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. So the last question for our program is, at the end of the day, is everything fanfic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> some yes. more than others. I think some... some I've written a bunch of books. Some some are probably more obvious about that than others. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, it's because, again, as somebody who wasn't very popular in writing fanfic, but used it as practice anyway, there is no other way for me to go. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like a natural progression for me. And it feels like, it feels to me like it's still an effective way to write characters that people will root for and people will feel are real and people will feel existed somewhere. But that's, you know, you don't have to agree with me. You can have your own answer and deny everything. (laughs) What's what's your answer, panel? No, I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. (laughs) I totally agree. Everything is... 
fan uh, writing original fic like for book is just fanfic but with 100 times more pressure True. which is why it's easier for me to write fanfic than it is for me to write a whole book you know it's just, there's just more pressure there but it's it's just it's just fanfic it's especially since we do all these things with the pegs with with the character pegs and everything and our our, our whole topic before it is about characterization like when you have this peg of a person that actually exists, especially if it's a celebrity, you unconsciously also base some of the characteristics of your original character from that peg. So it's mm. fanfic, guys. Stop denying it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest with ourselves. It's still fanfic. There's just more pressure. Thank you, Chi. Oh she God. said it. <laughs> and Love you guys. I've been thinking. <laughs> and I've been thinking <laughs> that. Yes, Celestine. <laughs> and I've been thinking that even if you base things on real life, I mean, I do that. I base <laughs> story events on people in real life, on myself. Like, it's, it's also like writing fanfic of real life, <laughs> something yeah. like that. And I've been yes. saying that my ro- my romance novels are fix it fix of my own love life. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're being honest. I love how we're being so honest in this. This is a safe space. I love you all. I will step in and define fix it fix. Um, I relate to fix it fix. Um, that is exactly what I'm doing. In, in me, but not of course, of course, uh, with the, with the caveat, just saying that if you write a lot of books, eventually it will stop being your life that you're writing a fix it for, right? Mm-hmm. You you start. So I think it was my third book when I actually thought of a friend. No, sorry, it was a set, my second book. It was my second book that I thought of a friend's real life situation with her permission and fixed it. Like fix because uh, again we're writing romance and you know, you know what that means. We have to write a happy ending for our characters, and that kind of gave me another that that kind. Of, okay, so I wrote that. That was satisfying, and then I thought of another situation I could fix in fiction, and that became my third book. And I think it's a legit and valid uh, way to to write. Somebody is actually in the comments mentioning actual things. <laughs> <laughs> the comments. I will read this out Fairy Tale Fail from the comments from Layla, who is my editor. Hello. Um, fairy Tale Fail, the scene in the church. Yes, it's true. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Does anyone else have an answer to at the end of the day is everything fanfic? Uh, I can't remember who said this, but I think it was Alyssa Cole. She had this article where she was saying that romance justice, or like you get this when you read romance, and for romance in particular, the intersection between that and fanfiction is so intrinsic <laughs> because you get to imagine. Like, happy endings for your characters, like, regardless of how they ended in canon. Who cares about canon? Like, no, but so, who is she? Yeah, exactly. Who's canon? We don't know her. Nobody <laughs> died. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. 
Okay, uh, we can, I think we can move on to the questions that we got on Twitter. Can we have the first one? Ah, question. What was the worst author feedback or comment you received for any fic you wrote? And how did it impact you as a fan, as a writer? I will start. Somebody said, see, again, I'm saying, I don't. I didn't even get a lot of comments, and I didn't get a lot of reads. But somebody said, "This would never happen. He would never do this," <laughs> and and that stuck with me for the longest time because it was true. I guess like <laughs> I would. I had I had written something that I felt was like giving. It was like a a minor character that I gave an entire story to. And as what happens when you make somebody a main character when they weren't, you add a lot of things and you make them suddenly like a main character. And it looks like some people just can't do that shift. And yes, I realized that was one of those moments. The impact for me is I realized that, you know, this is something that I guess there's there's like a switch there that, yeah, okay, we can take that as feedback. And then focus on focus on more popular characters, on the main characters, and really work on getting them right. Or, you know, I'll just focus on my little known ship here. And ship Rare meaning relationship. For the win. Rare pair. Rare pair <laughs> for the win. Rare pair or uh, like ship meaning relationship. <laughs> and and just just I can focus on that and give them give them like interesting things and and to do that the show never gave them and but that sort of fed into like why are you interested in the people that nobody actually have that much history or or knowledge about and yeah that's why <laughs> that's why i ended up thinking more and more about writing original fic so whether it was hurtful or not at the time it actually led to decisions that i made so there's a comment from comic ninja why is that person canon police? I know. I was young. I love, <laughs> I, I love rare pairs, so I'm offended also on, on your behalf. <laughs> I'm a rare pair ship. I, I, I like a lot of rare pairs. But <laughs> the, I, this is a space, right, where everyone can read like a whole lot of things and it'll be like about the most obscure thing. And you know what? Like you didn't pay for this. Just move on. No. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I, that's okay. Again, I've 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 learned to take criticism better <laughs> than that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and before we continue, I would just like to remind everyone to please subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. Subscribe here. We're here at uh, Romance Class on YouTube. So hit subscribe and also the the bell so you can be notified if we're going live which is the thing that we do now exciting hi mm-hmm. yeah anybody else have an answer to that question uh, the worst I thing do. <laughs> the worst yes chris um, like i mentioned earlier i was writing original fiction i guess i was writing i wrote fan fiction after i'd actually been part of this well-known writers workshop where they take your work and then they they comment your your peers comment your your mentors comment and after that <laughs> after that I thought that I was prepared for anything but with fan fiction there's one particular fic for a small uh, well not small but for an anime called Scryd um it's not particularly it's not as popular as Naruto or Full Metal Alchemist or One Piece 
So I was writing for for this particular fic, uh, for this particular fandom, and I had, somebody had commented on my word choice and the, the the decisions that the characters made in the fic. And it was well, I actually read it again, eh, the, the the comment, and I realized it was not as as damaging as I thought it was when I was younger. But I remember clearly at that time I had sat down, I was ready. I was not going to start a flame war, but I was ready to reply and respond to this person. And I wrote down my response. And then I stopped and deleted everything. And that was when I started subscribing to the 72-hour rule. <laughs> the 72-hour rule. <laughs> like, if it doesn't matter after 72 hours, and live with it. <laughs> so, but I just re- so clearly remember writing everything I felt. I wanted to re- refute each and every point. And then I just stopped myself and and... And, and deleted my own comment. I mean, didn't post my own comment. But I never wrote for that fandom again. <laughs> but I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I treasure that memory. <laughs> I do. Because it really helped me kind of like deal with, with negative criticism and negative feedback. Not everyone's going to like what you write. And I learned that in both my real life and in the fanfic world. The, the only, I guess the beauty to the fanfic world is that I was anonymous. I was writing behind the screen. Nobody could associate this this turn of phrase with with the person, but it it really did impact me as a writer, and I've I've kind of like learned. So the, like now, if I get not so stellar feedback, I just take it as it is. You know, okay, lang. Thank you, Chris. Anyone have anything to share about the worst author feedback or comment you received? For me, it's like that. <laughs> I think the worst yes, thing, Carla. This is something I don't do anymore because of that person. Um, <laughs> I don't read reviews of my book anymore, especially mm-hmm. on Goodreads, because people there can be so vicious. <laughs> like, I think the person commented that the characters in my book don't have chemistry. And after that, I doubled down on fanfiction because, <laughs> because it was so, like, for me personally, it was kind of easier to go into the minds of the characters when the, the history was already established for me. So it's kind of like the opposite of Mina's thing. Where I, I have a hard time world building. I really just like, you know, waddling in the pool of what's already existing. So because of that comment on my original fic, I found myself writing more fanfic. So and that's why I kind of recommended that you do both at the same time because one really enriches the other, in a sense. Because I wrote original fic, I got better at writing fanfic. Because I wrote fanfic, I better at writing original fic. So it fed into each other. But, but I don't read Goodreads reviews anymore. So you live and you learn. Got it. <laughs> I understand. Okay. So if no one no one has anything to add, let's move on to the next question. Not that it's easier. Um, <laughs> next question. Oh God. Next question, please. What do you think? <laughs> question. What do you think of real person slash fix? Guys, for legal reasons, I would I would step away. <laughs> I think. I mean, I've read. My answer is that I've read them. They were interesting. Also, an interesting like study into like because I I feel like it's almost like a character, like the persona yes. of the. We're dealing with personas. We're dealing with like an image. 
the problem is i guess when when where the lines are but that's interesting to me but the the thing that i've picked up from just considering this and knowing that it exists is in real life when i meet people and i talk to them for research for my book anything they say to me about their real life i automatically strike out from my book <laughs> i have i go the opposite way almost immediately like if somebody says uh uh like i if i do research and somebody says this is a thing that this person really does or the thing that has really happened to them i suddenly have to remove it from my fiction so what is real person slash fic sorry i guess it's like does someone have a ready definition for it um rpf first rpf i guess it's fan fiction based on celebrities i.e real people so it's real people fanfic rpf real person slash fix is gay <laughs> Okay. Real person slash fake is like, yeah. In one word. In one word, gay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the simplest definition you, you can find, I, I, I think. So, it's, so just, uh, it's making real people gay in fanfic. Thank you for the question. Okay, if no one will respond or will choose to respond, I will suggest that we talk about this in the Discord. So if you want to join the Romance Class Discord server, uh, you can DM Romance Class BKS on Twitter and ask for an invite. And we can discuss that there. With I will links. respond. <laughs> with links and everything and, and more discussion. So if you're not a member yet, check, check out our, our Discord server. Next question, please. <laughs> How did your reading taste and writing style evolve through the years because of fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> well, my answer is uh, I do. It's been mentioned a few times and also in the chat that Enemies to Lovers is a, or Hate to Love is a popular fan fiction trope. And that's carried over, yes, in my reading taste. My my reading list on any given year is mostly <laughs> enemies to lovers, hate to love, some sort of banter, but also uh, affected by, but it was probably because I like X-Files and then because I like what reading that in fic, and it also affected what I read. So, yeah. Yes, definitely. I, I look at the book. They were, because they were talking before about promoting books with like, tags fanfic style tags right that really resonated with me because sometimes a blurb doesn't uh, a description of the book doesn't do it for me i need to know i need to know what the tropes are please please be clear about that <laughs> and and i could decide reading this this new book by an author i'd never read before based on that i really will anyone else for me the uh, my writing style has evolved through the years through fan fiction mainly because I think, and and my my best friends can attest to this. I read fan fiction every day, <laughs> every day. Uh, I I cannot stress that enough. You cannot take fan fiction out of me. I, I would rather be, I'd rather write fan fiction than original fiction. That's me. And I think my style has evolved. Fan fiction, I think, is the voice in my head. You know, every time I'm writing something, that's for my my real life, my original fiction. I think about how 
my favorite fanfic writers, for instance, would would do this. So I'd look at the scene that I'm writing, think that it's very clinical, and then I just kind of like refer back to the voice I've developed because of all the fan fiction that I've been reading. And I kind of I take that and and then uh, write the scene as best as I can. I, I I guess I guess if you read my fiction <laughs> and if you like my fiction. I would say that maybe the things that you like about the how I write is something that I can always kind of attribute to to fan fiction. Thank you, Chris. Um, yes, yes she. As far, no, as far as my reading taste, I don't think a lot has changed. But if it's my writing style, I used to write primarily just RPF slash. <laughs> in, yes. 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 Connected to the question before. <laughs> That yes. was most of what I wrote when I was younger. Circa 2007 to 2010. <laughs> I wrote mostly slash RPF. And then, I don't know why. Like, looking back at it now, I, I, what, what? I don't know. And then eventually, I think I moved on when, when we started the Spark NA. was the first time that... I started to write outside of Slash, RPS Slash. It was a very difficult adjustment, but I was lucky enough to have gone to that point with Romance Class. And then now I'm back to writing gay things. But it's, <laughs> it's the gay things that, that I relate to. Because <laughs> before, I, I, mostly, I mostly wrote like, you know, MM or Two Guys, the type of slash rpf that i wrote before and then now i'm just i'm bisexual guys okay so i'm just i'm trying to write gay things that i can relate to now <laughs> i'm not trying to pretend that i know what's going on between two guys <laughs> i still read them though i love them i still love them but like i i can't i can't write slash rpf anymore for some reason i even though i still enjoy reading that type of thing there you go <laughs> Thank you, Chi. <laughs> I'll make it bastos. Whoa! <laughs> yes, Carla. <laughs> Come on, we need bastos. Let's go. Okay. When when I started writing original fic, I did not think that I would be into writing sex. <laughs> like it was, I did not think it would happen. But then it happened. I don't do have you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's primarily fanfic and spawn. <laughs> I think um the the physical like uh, how do I explain this? Like the way fake authors write PWP or plot? What plot? They're just gonna have sex. <laughs> there there are certain fandom where it works really well with when they do PWP. And that's where I sort of learned how to write smut. <laughs> because, smart. Uh, yeah, which parts do you do you explain? Which parts are important? Which parts are not important? Like the the dialogue while it's happening, all of that, I learned from fan fiction. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was very informative. Especially for someone <laughs> informative. Yes. Emphasis on informative. Yes, informative. 
this is a very positive um, environment. <laughs> we love Thank lemons you. in this house. We love lemons <laughs> in this house. Indeed. What is a lemon? And then, oh. and... <laughs> we have to define that. <laughs> oh, that's a long definition. We were just talking about it earlier. Yeah. Only because you brought it up. Now you have to explain it. <laughs> Do I read the explanation, Doc? I have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna. Go I'm ahead. gonna. I'm gonna be that. We were talking yes. about because we, Doc shared something earlier. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the term was originally specific to the anime fanfiction community, although by the early middle 2000s it had spread to other fandoms as an alternative to just calling something porn or smut. The origin of the term is obscure, but the most common etymology traces it back to the classic hentai anime series, Scream Lemon. By way of an early mailing list for public publishing erotic anime fanfic called The Lemon List in its honor. So the term derives from the idea that like a lemon, sexuality looks beautiful and alluring, but when you experience it more directly, it's bitter and sour. <laughs> I like that definition. <laughs> we were saying why. What what, what's, the, what's the source of this? This was from fanlore.org slash wiki slash lemon. You can go there. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am from a different platform that discussed those levels in a different way. I think I think it was before this classification so i'm gonna i'm glad it was explained to me thank you so much <laughs> it's also the terms are different now like exactly yeah. are finding it different i know this is like 2017 and then now it's explicit yeah and if you and if you go yeah. to mostly philippine spaces online they use mtrcb <laughs> um, <laughs> Classifications. Very helpful. They use local TV rating and classification. So there's that also. <laughs> if, you, um, if you actually experience all of that and read all of that. But you know, I guess, you know, when you, you know when you visit that space, you know what they're talking about. Anyone else have an answer? I've been thinking about the answer to this question, and I think through the years how my reading tastes and writing style evolved through fan fiction is that I learned to acknowledge that it's okay to enjoy what you're reading, to what you're writing for that matter. And because fan fiction, even when it's enjoyable, even when it talks about things that are supposedly not deep enough, are can still be meaningful and. Uh, uh, I mean, I think fan fiction has helped me through the years also to cope with some things. So, and I think that's what fan fiction has taught me, that all forms of reading, all literature is meaningful, even when other people don't say it is. <laughs> Thank you, Celestine. <laughs> that's cool. Yes. <laughs> I think we're ready. Are we ready for the next question? Has everyone shared? I think, yeah, we've shared. Yeah, go. Next question, please. Oh, wow. Oh. In your opinion, are Mary Susan's self-inserts valid in faith? I'm I ready. have been answered because I, okay. I, I kept mentioning this earlier on that I actually was affected by it, by having 
so much of what I had written in fanfic to be apparently Mary Sue. <laughs> and, um, and and there was a lot of like criticism about it just as a concept. And of course, a lot of a lot has been written about that since then. And people are picking up and deciding how they feel about it. But years later, I realized that I should not have been hard on myself for writing yeah. that. I should not yeah. have I should not have been defensive and and it's not that I again like Chris was saying it's not like I was writing comments and responding to <laughs> to comments at all it was more internally like in my head in the way that you kind of think of things when you hear criticism and sort of step back and realize that wait wait I had done like the most basic thing what <laughs> like <laughs> and and later I realized, you know, it's was that a bad thing? Was that a bad thing? Yeah, so we have a comment, this realization from Saberkai. This realization is what made me stop referring to it as a guilty pleasure. Uh actually, yeah. I mean, as with everything, some people are doing what they're doing, and and I can only speak for myself, but I realized later, <laughs> later that I should not have been hard on myself for exploring my writing in that way. And, you know, like, carry on. <laughs> Do what you carry want. Carry on past, yeah. past me. I should, I should have told myself, it's okay past me. <laughs> Keep doing that. I, I also had to work up from... Because I was taught to side-eye Mary Sue's also, early on. Like, even before fanfic. Just when I started reading. I don't know. At some point, I just felt like the concept of the Mary Sue was created by the patriarchy. Exactly. <laughs> so, that, so, that girl, yes. so that girls will... Yes. So that girls will assume that right. someone liking them needs to be justified. Like, they yeah. need to justify to other people why this person or many people like them i hate that so much yeah but, but yeah I, I had to work up to that like it it's it's it i i had to realize at some point that i need to stop trying to make it seem like these female characters in the stuff i'm reading or the stuff i'm watching can't be all the the best <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they can't be the best that they can be and that these, these guys need a reason for to like the, this female character I don't know it's like I said I had to work up to that because early on I I, I was also side-eyeing Mary Sue's but at this point yeah. I I don't care anymore <laughs> I hate the I mean, patriarchy <laughs> don't you just love it when there are gatekeepers everywhere telling you what is valid and what's not valid, what's not right? valid. it's so lovely <laughs> I, know, I really feel that you're like like what she said. I feel like Mary Sue's are just conveniently trotted out to keep female ch- characters in check. But suddenly, when yeah. it's a guy character, when it's a male character, I, suddenly it's a stock character. Suddenly, this yeah. is a building's romance. You know, um, nobody goes, "Hey, David Copperfield is a garish too." Nobody does that. <laughs> um, but, but we do it for for female characters, and we do it to each other as well. And I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm I'm. I'm no, I'm sorry if I've ever contributed to that kind of thinking, and I'm sorry that people are still subscribing Same. to that kind of thinking. But I, I, for me, they're all valid self-inserts. Mary, right. they're valid. They're valid. Also, yes, do what I you want. want. Oh my god! Yeah, and like, can you can you imagine? Like, we're so we're so critical of of female characters, and and how how they they deserve their their 
their love interest. But then you see all these movies or all these things where this gorgeous, completely capable woman is paired with some the worst un- guy ever. Un- unwashed, some guy who's the bare minimum. doesn't even bother. Exactly. Make it make sense. Why are we doing this? We're so critical of Mary Sue's or, or Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Manic Pixie Dream Girls, by the way, it's not their fault. <laughs> their writers <laughs> made them made plot them. devices for the guys to find themselves, okay? It's not their fault. Let's calm down and just let people enjoy things. I think especially in the early days, like, it was also a function of not a lot of girl characters in general were in the fandom that we were enjoying. I was gonna say that that was something that we were, like, we were dealing with, right, in Robat's class. Like, suddenly Mm. all, like, so many writers writing original romance stories and then, uh, like, bringing all this baggage from from everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's not it's not a perfect process that's true so Leila is in the comments saying it's so normalized damning unlearning that we need to do and still it's still there actually so the thing that's why it's built in if you join this community that you have several people read your manuscript before you publish it because uh, we all have our baggage sometimes it's different baggage <laughs> and, <laughs> and it helps that somebody gets to point out maybe there are things that we can leave behind and yeah so we need that we still need that today totally yeah but i think i think the practice that a lot of people get when they're allowed to write those kinds of characters is that they really get to practice because they're allowed and if we don't if we don't write them we don't get to practice. We don't. If we yeah. sort of self-reject or self-like, we block ourselves from the very beginning. Then, then we don't get to practice. We don't get to see the feedback and and all of it. Yeah. Anything. Anything else you want to add? <laughs> damning thoughts. Damning feelings. I'm so damning sorry. <laughs> damning opinions. Somebody in the comments. Paula Apolinarius Apolonia says a male character being great at things is a protagonist. The female character being great at things is a Mary Sue. It's so also remember- a protagonist. Yeah, she's also exactly. a protagonist. This was- I remember when the Star Wars sequel trilogy came out, one of the criticisms against Rey, the oh main gosh. character of the story, was that oh she's a Mary Sue. How can she just learn about the Force? What are you talking what about? They, the what are you talking about? Yes. We were just supposed to believe it. Like, okay, what's the difference? Ray is a girl. It's the only difference. Let's. Okay. So many things. Yeah. <laughs> Let girls <laughs> be girls and do what they want. Ah. <laughs> so, so many things. <laughs> okay, are we ready for the next question? Okay. Okay, next question. <laughs> what are your favorite ship dynamics? Wow. Pwede na dito, dito ipasok yung mga hindi nasama yeah. kanina doon sa truth. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> wants to go through a list. <laughs> this is, uh, Chris can can go through her list first na. So, so yeah. you can say yes or no or yes or no. <laughs> no, my list kasi so ano. My, my list is, is, is a list of all the tropes that I really enjoy. But like I mentioned earlier, I, I like it when the characters know each other from a different setting and then 
outside of the relationship, outside of the romance. So oh, those are the things that I like. I like when they do a slow burn, enemies to friends <laughs> oh, to lovers or enemies oh, no, friends slow burn. Enemy, oh, enemies to lovers to friends. Either way works for me. I like, yeah, I like, I like, I like weird. <laughs> I wouldn't say weird. No, I, I like everything is valid, Chris. Remember that. I like the Pride and Prejudice AUs. I like that dynamic going on. And there are other things actually I've discovered through fan fiction that were, I guess, that came out more more recently, if I can say that. At least what not when I was reading or when I was really, really active in on fanfiction.net. These were or at least in my fandom, these were um things that I was familiar with but one of the other dynamics that I actually kind of look for these days is a trope on AO3 that they call soul identifying marks uh, this yes. is when you've got soul <gasps> dates oh my God, <laughs> and they meet each other and they've got marks <laughs> on their bodies identifying oh each other dear. as soulmates yes. soul yes. right. I feel like this is such a new thing I mean back in I the 90, so late 90s and 2000s the there wasn't something that made you call out to that other person and then you see a mark on their skin. Like, I, 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 just, I just like that so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so stressed because I love Soulmate A. <laughs> red, uh, red, red string of fate. Red string of fate fix. Stuff like that. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Go ahead, Oh, yeah, no, that was it. That was it. My soulmate AU, my soul, the soul oh, identifying marks. Tag. Sorry, I read one That's where 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 they can smell, like they know the smell. I'm like, I'm so stressed. Is it ABO girl? Is it ABO girl? No, <laughs> it's the soulmate AU. The one I read was tattoos of flowers that appear on their skin, and it has to match like the other persons. And then oh, they were yeah. both ballerinas. Ah! <laughs> she couldn't cover hers. Oh my god! I know that thing. Oh my gosh, that was the best. <laughs> wait, wait! I know you read this. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing fic. It's called In Bloom by Celia End. Yeah. <laughs> wait, this one that Paula Apollonio mentioned uh, in the comments, the one Tumblr post where you don't see color until you see your soulmate. Yes. Yes. Oh my, yes, I yes, have read yes. so many from diff- from all my different chips of this where they see black and white until they meet their soulmate and I just give me more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm so kidding. <laughs> Anything else? What's your other ship dynamics? Mine is Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They provide tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or laptop or whatever device you're using. Anchor will distribute it for you. So like the Romance Class podcast, your podcast can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. Everything you need to make your podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Like I said, I like angst. <laughs> so, so hurt, comfort, mutual pining, unresolved sexual tension, also stuff like that. 
the ones I read usually occur in, yes, again, soulmate AUs, coffee shop AUs. I don't care if you think I'm basic. I love coffee shop AUs. <laughs> <laughs> coffee shop AUs and college AUs. I love those things. Uh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and then I, I also like mafia AUs. I, I read a lot of mafia AUs and hybrid, yes. hybrid, hybrid AUs, which I don't know if anyone's familiar. It's not like um, werewolves and stuff like that. Hybrid AUs are more like human shifter? and animal. No, not shifter. Not shifters. They're like a hybrid of a human and an animal. They're more like domesticated. So like pets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I need to end my explanation there, but you get the point. <laughs> hybrid AU. And then like as, as far as like straight up ship dynamic, sun moon, I mentioned it earlier, the sun moon ship dynamic where there's this super bright person and then this other one who's a bit more gloomy or broody. I love that. Better if the sun is shorter. <laughs> and the, the moon is very tall. You know, things like that. We love that. <laughs> we love that. Yeah. Those are my favorite ship dynamics. Yeah. The usual enemies to lovers, of course, we always get there. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. Does anyone have anything else to add? I'm liking the I'm liking the art that's created out of like illustrating the ship dynamics because when I see it I go, You're right. <laughs> that's often that's it's often my reaction. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bridget's not freeze. It's not a costume. This <laughs> is not a costume. They're like actual hybrid human animal type thing. <laughs> Different. <laughs> but I will I don't mind furries a you give me something. <laughs> Share it with me. <laughs> Anything else? Any other ship dynamics? That you can share. Hey, if not, we can move on to the last question from that we've pre-selected. What are the common mistakes newbie artists or authors, I guess, make uh, writing fanfic? Okay, first, uh, first off, we said everyone's valid, but is there is there something that actually stands out that maybe you would say uh, do it this way? For me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually a pantser, and and when I was writing fanfiction, it wasn't. You didn't necessarily need to have a beta, although I do understand that a lot of the fics I'm reading now or a lot of the people I see online do have betas before they post. My thing, though, is that I think it's okay if you if you don't have one, but I guess I, I, I'd recommend it if you would research about whatever it is you're, you're writing about. And it doesn't have to show in your writing, but... I think that a a a fic, a fic that's not well researched, or at least it, it it shows, and sometimes it kind of turns me off as a reader. Just recently, I read a photography, a, a fic that that took place in a photography studio where the professional photographer was holding the shoot for like, for it was a studio shoot, but they were doing it for five days they had no pegs or at least he did not want to follow the pegs he had no contact sheets and it just like it just turned <laughs> me off <laughs> do the basics i guess um and it's not just if you're writing um something that was very particular to a an industry but 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 research about your your fandom as well i think that's that's a common mistake that i see with with the newer ones 
Uh, yeah, related to that, I was thinking that uh, most of the fandoms that we will be writing for are from cultures different from yours. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that research also on the, the the original culture where these fandoms came from, especially that's what I was thinking when I was writing before for anime fandoms. So it, it takes a bit of research because sometimes uh, a mistake that you can make is to assume that what is... Um, okay for your particular culture also applies to to that so the culture that you're writing so uh, it's pretty much also just like writing original fiction you do the research it's like reading a author who fanfic and then everyone speaking american english versus british english I remember when i was in the doctor who fandom there would be these people who would offer to brit pick your fanfic so they would they would better essentially better read your fake to make sure it's British enough for Doctor Who. And that was interesting to me because oh nga pala, Doctor Who is British like, and I'm not British. So there are some of these things that you don't pick up. Even if you are part of the fandom, sometimes it's a cultural thing. So you have to research that in particular. Other common mistakes, I really think it's half the battle in fanfiction is keeping the characters in character, no matter where you put them. Like, they still have to be recognizable. Because mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy uh, fanfiction in particular, I don't know why, but when the author describes characters wearing different clothes from what they wear in the game, that confuses me. <laughs> I can't picture it. Because it's, for me, like, no, they have to wear that out- the same outfit that they wear in the game, or else it's not them anymore. So yeah, you just have to remember like what lines are in terms of each character that you're writing, and then it's fair game. Like do whatever you want. Anyone else have um, a tip for newbies or people who are starting to write fanfic? I have a question, Pala. Just just now thinking of like how how when we write established established characters that are not filipino but we're all filipino um is there a fandom of philip that originated as a filipino property or intellectual property and you have people who are not filipino writing it like is is it has there ever have you ever been on the other side <laughs> Filipino picking <laughs> or something. <laughs> Has that happened? Is that happening somewhere? So, I guess we'll see I that did. with Tres, eh? <laughs> now that yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is our life to shine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's this not what we do. <laughs> oh, my God. You're you right. the kambal wrong. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly. I'm going with my hands. I'm going to get my hands. <laughs> we get oh, to. We get. It's our time to shine. <laughs> I think because there are lots of. Uh, I just wanted to say that pretty much any fandom, there's so many Filipino writers of fanfic. I <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I see that all the time. Okay, we have a comment from the chat from Tara Frejas. <laughs> Ang Provinciano fanfic somewhere. First of all, <laughs> Provinciano itself is already a fanfic at this point. <laughs> it's been running so long. It's its own fanfic. Okay? It's not a fanfic. It's more fanfic. 
I can't believe. <laughs> I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually curious because I'm thinking maybe one of the popular BL series have. Right. Uh, uh, I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't that. checked, but they probably do. I we I should check. I will. Oh, I will gosh, look this up. Now, I have an assignment and a curiosity. Uh, I have a mission <laughs> <laughs> to to look up what's going on. But just being aware of of Filipinos. So many Filipinos being part of this community of writers. From Denise in the comments, feeling ko di malayo mangyari, especially with SB19. And how do you say that? I'm sorry. Bagyo. 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 But it's BGYO. BGYO. I'm sorry because I'm Pinoy. I'll say Bagyo. I, I, I also say Bagyo. But... All- Yes, guys, support SB19 stream what? <laughs> Thank you. They just dropped their there's their, yes. al- their album, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. 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 Pearl Next Door fanfic, please. Layla says. Agree, agree. Fix it yeah. BG- for Pearl Next Door. Yes. Apparently, it's BGYO. Fine, Denise. I've I've been corrected. Thank you so much from Denise. B-G-Y-O. The pronunciation is BGYO. BGYO. Um, but we are we are trying to support also our own stuff, and within like we're we're supporting our own original fiction and original content and original art, music, <laughs> movies, and also possibly um, and joining that community, writing fanfic for it, and just enriching the experience. <laughs> Somebody. I'm so stressed by the comments, okay? I'm, I'm so stressed right now. I'm so stressed. I agree, but also I'm stressed. So there's a question where are fix of romance class books from Denise. I am actually aware of, of a fic. Not of a book, but of, of the people. The people? Yes. We I'm, have we have picked from the summer crush girls of their own characters. <laughs> so there's levels of uh so so there was a question that if there are fic and actually the authors are writing sort of fanfic <laughs> of, of each other's books. Other. Uh, those probably true. count as gravels, right? And then and then there is somewhere out there a fic that I saw because I have alerts for certain things <laughs> that yes tara in the comments has has defined it it's live reader fic it involves real people involved in RPF, romance baby. Class community. RPF, baby. baby it is it is but that's because i think i think it's a very pinoy thing to write fanfic if if the world is not aware that this is a thing that we do yeah, so we've gone through all of the questions that were selected from Twitter. Uh, we can continue the discussion on Discord, but is there anything? I think we have time for for a few more questions from the chat that we can pick up right now. Otherwise, you know, we can go on forever <laughs> talking about <laughs> so, all the topics so many, so related many to fan fiction. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everyone in the chat. And if you feel validated um, hearing about our secret and now not-so-secret histories with Anfic, please know that, yes, we've been there. 
and actually <laughs> in, in different fan in different fandoms and going about it in different ways. So it's okay if you were ever if you're part of the romance cast community and also write fanfic and feel that that you needed to hide it. Don't don't Let me know. <laughs> send us links. Yes. Send send links. We'll have to know that you wrote it. We'd love it. to read them. Oh, I really love to think that fan fiction is a is a safe space. So you know, if you if you feel that you you aren't validated, well, you know, we're we're here to validate you. Yeah. I think what I really like about fan fiction is, is there's something for everyone but it's so so specific to this fandom that you already love it's really an extension of this thing that um, if you go by canon has a definite beginning and a definite end but here are your fanfic writers telling you wait lang it's not the end you can stay here and we can enjoy this world and we can enjoy this safe space together so yeah, yeah I think yeah if you ever feel that you need validation from somebody for liking something that somebody has called a guilty pleasure. You know, you can hit us up anytime. <laughs> we come with Rex. Long <laughs> list of Rex. Yeah. yeah and, and that's because I have ebook downloaded from AO3, guys. Come on. Yes. <laughs> the best thing about AO3 is that you can download. 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 Yes. Literally every and night. Think- the cool thing about us planning this panel is, and that's why I had people, uh, our guests, talk about what fandoms they were part of and that they read. Is you'll hear the range of it. It's a lot. It's it's all over. It's not, and and I think what's fascinating is it's not, it's not primarily coming from one country or like based on the media of one country. It's actually arranged. So because of because of what we're exposed to as Filipinos, it's a lot of things. And I think that means we get influenced in all the ways. So I think we we actually have a question that uh, we would like to go back to before we head over to questions in the chat. So what what which tropes are you currently into? Does the ship fandom you read affect which tropes you like? Someone yes. does someone have an answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like I, I mean I think I mentioned it earlier, but I'm currently reading Zutara fic and for Zutara in particular I like an arranged marriage and I like when the author kind of frames it as royal romance because I love a royal romance. <laughs> and yeah, and that particular um trope or ship doesn't uh, that particular trope wouldn't work in another ship, especially let's say Final Fantasy VII. There's no royal, like there's no way something like that can happen in terms of canon. And for that fandom in particular, I like it when it's canon long. But then I don't know why it changes. But for me, depending on which fandom, it does change my the trope that I am into. So yes, dancers, yes. Thank you, Carla. I think in general, coffee shop AU like applies to every fandom. But yes, <laughs> coffee shop. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm a fan. <laughs> um, like coffee shop AU, college AU stuff like that apply in every. But I think when it comes to like angst or the level of heat, fluff, I do get specific with what I read uh, depending on the fandom 
But I don't. I just read everything. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it better. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I I think with what Carla was saying is that there are some characters depending on what their personalities are like or what their dynamics are like. Um, also would really um determine the tropes that that are appropriate for them. For for example, mm. there are certain people, certain characters who who are um. Enemies to lovers would be not cool, but yeah. <laughs> especially when they're uh, when they're um, of polar opposites, then that's where it's really <laughs> exciting to have uh, enemies to lovers. So yeah, I think it's more, and also the fandom itself, like the original universe where they came from. For example, um, if it's already an angst, angsty universe, then angst hurt comfort would be perfect for that but then if, yeah uh, but then fluff would not be so yeah i, I think yeah. it's just that <laughs> like if there's if there's canon mutual pining vibes you're getting angst immediately angst just go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if they're like very chill i don't know it's weird it's weird sometimes it depends on the fandom okay anyone else with their um tropes you're currently into so I'd just like to remind everyone to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you so much. Uh, click subscribe and also hit the bell so you can be notified when we go live. Uh, we will have a premiere video like usually a few days before or a week before. And you can get notified. Ideally, the ideal situation is you will get notified when <laughs> when we have a new video out. So um Thank you for that. Let's go to a question from the comments. From Tara Frejas, what's your most popular fic? Oh, God. You don't have to reveal where it is if you don't want to. And what's the story like? Go, Chris. It's weird because fanfiction.net, I don't know if they still have, or if they already have like a views count the way AO3 does. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I haven't been there in a while, but... There was one fic that I wrote that was kind of meta and was it was a almost like a tribute to a to a fanfic uh, to a to a character in, in in canon to a canon character and I picked it up from 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 a fanfic writer for uh, X Files and it, she had an hour Molders and our Scully's kind of like meta tribute fic and it talked about all the things that we as fanfic writers do to our characters you know the the fanon that comes in that comes into play and i took that i took that idea i asked permission from from the from the original writer i took that and i did it for ronnie kenshin and that kind of took off so that other other uh, other writers started writing specific tribute fix for for those for their favorite characters and i i'm calling that my my most popular fic only because it finds itself in a footnote <laughs> on is it was it what's that what's that site that you went to earlier for fan fan lore that the, the there's a fan fiction wikipedia and it's there as a little footnote <laughs> so that's that's my most popular wow. i guess fic. wow okay. <laughs> that that means you've made <laughs> Even so, <laughs> I have an answer for that, but it's not. Again, it's rel relatively not as popular. But it got like 
the last fanfic that I posted got the most like comments that were sincere and not bots or not people who were commenting on your <laughs> on your story so you would follow them back. <laughs> it was after a particularly bad season of the series I was writing and I wrote like a fix it for the finale and there were people or at least for for what happened to one character and there were people who were like genuine I felt that the comments were genuine I felt that I felt that they were like thank you for writing this because like the character didn't receive that kind of justice in the in the episode so someone's asking, drop the series. Paula <laughs> <laughs> in the comments is saying, drop the series. So I only wrote for two series. It's Buffy and Angel. So this one in particular was an angel. A bad season of Angel. You will know what that is if you watched Angel. Oh, I, I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I wrote... I wrote like after the because that's my thing it was like between seasons so I wrote like a better ending I think for a character that didn't get a good one that season and I got some really like touching feedback and I feel that's like my most successful one in that in that phase of my writing life okay anyone else have have a, something to share we did we didn't have like specific counters for in live journal before so i i don't know but i did do a remix fic we did these things before where we remix an existing popular fic we exchange fics that we remix for each other i think that did well but if it's something that i can quantify i guess my last the one i mentioned the the last steric fic that i wrote that's still getting kudos to this day. Wow. Link. Uh, yeah, it Drop. was like from years. <laughs> it was it was from years ago, but it's still getting kudos to this day. Tyus basically went to <laughs> went on vacation, on a solo vacation to the UK. And Derek is a royal guard. <laughs> that's all I knew it now. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Yeah, I think that because it's still getting kudos. I wrote it years ago and I still get email notifications about kudos to this fic. So I guess as far as something that I can quantify, I think it's that steric fanfic. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> <Congrats>. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know which one in particular, but apparently my most popular fic is... I, for some yes. reason, Regency stories are kind of a hit in the Relo fandom. And mine is a retelling of Tessa Dare's Any Duke Will Do. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> so, so there's fanfic, there's really fanfic of, of books, talaga. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So the, so, yeah, the one I wrote in particular is a retelling of a Tessa Dare book called uh, Any Duke Will Do, except I made it a lot shorter and I made it less sad and more sex. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I, I, uh, I was actually surprised that a lot of people in the comments were, were saying that, oh, I think I've read this book before. 
like and I mentioned specifically like in an author's note um, that what what book in particular it's it's copying it's not copying it's uh, inspired <laughs> by <laughs> and people recognized it in the comments just based on the way I wrote it so it was funny <laughs> and because having never written historical romance before in fanfic it works apparently so there thank you Carla anyone else with a best fic to share uh, I think my most popular fic came uh, from Naruto. I mean, that's the last big fan- fandom I had, and it's actually the most wholesome fic I've ever I've ever written. Oh. It's, uh, it's a Naruto Hinata fic. No, I mean really. I mean, I was writing it. Uh, sometimes when I write fanfics, I I put a lot of effort into them. I plot the stories, and, but that story I think I wrote wrote in one sitting, and because it was just. Just something that I wanted to write it was very fluffy. Uh, it's uh, Naruto Hinata. It's about Naruto being bothered because Hinata always gave him the best presents and he couldn't give her the best present and he oh. tried beating her. <laughs> I mean, beating her at giving gifts like that. So it was like a competition for him. But then it ends with uh, Hinata telling him that he's uh, that she's pregnant. So it was the best gift ever. <laughs> so <laughs> the, uh, so the, uh, first, uh, that's the most popular pick <laughs> I have. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's very soft. So- and, oh, wow. and, and it still is, I think, the one that get, got the most comments to this day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All the hearts. <laughs> so soft. <laughs> so we are going to take just two more questions. And we have a comment from our friend, Gio Gahol, apparently. <laughs> Hi, Gio. <laughs> Nina, I, mean, I always imagine another storyline for either characters that deserve better character development or characters that are unfairly written off or ignored. Haha. <laughs> yes. Yes, we feel There's it. There's a follow-up comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> follow-up comment. Imagine lang do. Imagine I can't write something. Part the beginning is writing it in your head. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It is believing that they deserve better than this, and then the writing comes later. Thank you for the comment, Gio. <laughs> Next question. I two questions na lang. So uh, thank you, everyone. So let's start with a question from the Bianca Mori. Have you any of you experienced their work being faked, and how did it feel? I have an answer. It's not exactly my work being fake, but I was used my my work was used as the inspiration for a Naruto fanfic. So it was <laughs> so it was my book that was being it was my book. This is a long time ago and it was like my only book, but it was it was my first book, my imaginary ex existing somewhere as a Naruto existing somewhere as a Naruto fanfic and it was like two or three people doing that like literally taking my my book and replacing the names of the characters with their Naruto ship and 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 that's when you know that Pinoy's are in your forum because some people actually (laughs) said 
isn't this my imaginary ex by Mina Esguerra? <laughs> <laughs> and the ending of that, I didn't, I didn't intervene. I didn't do anything about it. But somebody who was reading, who was a fan of their fic, uh, so they were uploading like chapters at a time and not finishing it. And they were getting fans. They were getting these comments, huh? Exciting story. Thank you. And me reading this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Thank you, guys. And me, oh, no. And me reading it is, I'm going, wow, thanks. Yes. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for thinking my story is exciting. But one of the fans of the fic is a reader from Trinidad and Tobago. And she emailed me and ask for a copy of the book because the author, the fake author, stopped updating and she needed to know how it ended. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> and I had to find oh, a way God. to ship oh, a 150 peso summit chiclet paperback book to Trinidad and Tobago. But that was like a really interesting experience. <laughs> but yes, that happened. Yes, that that's totally so happened. Specific. That is it. so specific. And that's my answer to my... <laughs> that's sort of that, but not. Okay. Oh, my God. I have something Does similar to what Mina said. It wasn't... My work wasn't fic, but it was... I would say it was plagiarized <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was posted again on fanfiction.net and some readers came and just told me what was happening and that was that was it yeah how, how did it feel kind of felt weird what made me actually feel weird about it was that she edited some things and i was like no that was perfect oh, interesting. oh no oh no no. But it was it was really it was really mad. It was it was something like I, I I could laugh about. I've had some fix that got translated into other languages, oh, yeah, but then there. you don't know what's I mean, they've asked permission, so so I know. And they, they would always they, I'd still see that there's there's credit to me, but but I don't have any control and I don't know what's what's being said in a different language. So yeah. I don't feel any. Did, did they mean, experience it's kind like, of weird, yeah. But did they experience like tell give you some like like a to do list? Like if ever something would happen, like now you know you would do this, you would do this. Did did, did anyone give me? Is that your question? Or Sorry. like like after after experiencing out? that, did you feel like okay, next time I will do this when I see someone do that? To no, one of my, you know what? I actually don't know. Things. I don't know. I don't. I didn't give myself like a manual. Oh, this is what I'll do next time. I wish I did. I don't think it's a ever happened again. But it would be nice if I had kind of like written down what steps I should take if that that happens. But at that time, no, I did not. I, this is also coming from me, the person who writes the the comments and then deletes it. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I, I don't take action. That's that's my 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 major flaw. So yeah, I think I think what I what I ended up learning at the time is like I I don't want to. I kind of think about the position of the other author. So I I kind of want to think that we're we're in the same boat, and I don't like. I also consume fan fiction, and I also write it. And uh, that was like a weird way of taking my work. But at the same time, like 
she used the same or or he used the same title. So so oh people actually could find me. It's weird. So that is a weird experience. And yes, I wish that I had there was some sort of like steps to be taken because when you're exploring your fan fiction site and nobody knows that you're doing it it's, it, it's hard to it's hard to suddenly say that you're the author or this is happening and and because suddenly you be you you sort of suddenly say that you're there and you're seeing things so yeah i wish i wish maybe maybe if there's a publisher involved they would have they would have gotten they would have done something on on our behalf and and it didn't have to be us right yeah <laughs> Yeah, did, did any of you experience your work being fixed? And how did it feel? Oh, I've never, but I've also had some of my work translated into different languages. But like, like Chris said, they asked permission. I I was given a link to the translation, but I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> so I don't I don't really know if the, <laughs> I don't really know if the translation is accurate. I I I'm not sure if they changed anything, so I don't yeah but never fake i i don't i we might actually not be looking for it so it might be someone else who sees it yeah yeah Yeah. most likely most likely (laughs) thank you uh fan art (laughs) oh you're right oh yeah we do experience that thank you so much and it's really it's 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 very pleasant (laughs) it's a very pleasant experience (laughs) How did it feel? Yeah, mostly, mostly it's fun and nice. <laughs> How about uh, our last question? As we hit our two hours and five minutes of this broadcast, we will now ask the last questions from Paula. Do you have any preferred website to publish fix and why? So some of you mentioned earlier that you have a recommended site. Can you talk about where where you would recommend people publish their fake? Archive of our own. <laughs> the, yes. oh, for now. Right the now. Only, right now. The best, the, the number one, the most valid of the current publishing websites. I think it's mostly because they let you download the fic and you don't have to stay in front of the computer the entire time to read it. Uh, you can save it as in multiple formats and download to your Kindle or your phone or whatever. And that has really changed the game for me <laughs> because I can just read up constantly. Like I can constantly be reading fanfic and just up downloading new fics and adding to the Kindle. I also think personally that their search function is more thorough. It's easier to like filter things there. And what else? Their stats are also very good, like how you can arrange by hits, you can arrange by number of kudos, and that helps, especially when you're trying to search for a particular fic in a particular fandom. So yeah. I'm echoing Carla's. For a writer, I think it's it's so much easier to publish on AO3 than it is on other websites. I know I started with fanfiction.net. But I yeah. find that they've lost my formatting over the years, and it's just the one big lump of mess of text. Yeah. Um, same like with, how AO three actually <laughs> still keeps this, yeah, your 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 intended format, and it's it's so it's so much easier to read and publish too, I guess. 
Yeah, AO3. AO3 also for me. It's yeah, the best. Also, yeah. like like I said, you can download you can download the fix into whatever format you need for your e-reader or your your ebook reader. They you can download it into EPUB, Movi, uh, PDF, PDF. Yeah, PDF. Not you can text. do that. Yeah, not text, but like it, it's it's the best. It's the, right now. It's the best, especially in yeah, like Chris said, formatting wise. It's great. It's very adaptable. It's responsive. It's easy to post. You're not gonna get confused, and the tags are so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, AO3 uh, archive of our own is also my recommendation for for right now in these times of ours. Mm. So far, I also like so far in agreement. <laughs> yeah, and Chris mentioned earlier like epistolary pics. They work in AO3. Yeah. Um, there's some authors know how to sort of cheat the code of AO3 so that the 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 whole epistolary fit can show up in the in the page itself instead of going to Twitter and then AO3 and then Twitter again then AO3, and it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it really did eat fanfiction.net alive uh, when yeah. AO3 start started itself <laughs> and it's a hugo award winner now so she's legit thank you okay so that was our last question there were many questions and we passed two hours uh with this discussion and there's so many more <laughs> things that we could talk about thank you so much to our guests thank you chi Carla, Celestine, and Chris. Thank you to everyone who is in the comment section right now. And those who are lurking, you are appreciated. <laughs> yes. yes. If you want to talk, if you yes. wanna you talk are fast, my DMs are open, guys. <laughs> if you want to continue this discussion, Romance Class has a Discord. Uh, you can DM Romance Class BKS on Twitter to ask for an invite. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is killing.pop slash YouTube. Hit subscribe and hit the bell to be notified. And uh, also we have uh, this podcast available pretty much everywhere that you prefer to listen to your podcasts. So definitely subscribe to the Romance Class podcast. We also have a website, romancepodcast.com and catch up on previous episodes. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, see you at the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.